This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Hello, everyone. So, we've got, again, we're going to tell you, an individual feed. Check us out. It's on all of our social stuff. At Hockey Trolling, at Cupcake Polly, at Caps Chirp. Check out that individual feed. Subscribe. Rate us. Five stars only. Give a review. Do all that. Um, But we also have a really good offer from CoolHockey.com. So I know we've been hitting you with subscribe to our individual channel. Let me tell you about CoolHockey.com. Right now, they are offering 30% off with code THPN. Now, you have to use a link that we'll all tweet out a little later, but it's real easy to remember. It's coolhockey.com slash THPN. Use code THPN and get 30% off. Um, Basically, if you go out and buy an Adidas jersey right now, you'll be entered into a contest to win a complete 31 of 31 collection of CoolHockey.com's newest Adidas jerseys. So that's basically one jersey for every team that they will send you, um, but and send you in, and you can get it customized however you want. Um, Whatever name, number, whatever, they're they're basically giving you every jersey for every team in the league if you win this contest. And you can only win this contest if you enter between March 17th and April 17th. You go to coolhockey.com slash THPN and then enter THPN for 30% off at checkout. And you will be automatically entered into this contest. Uh, that's it. That sounds like a lot, but Polly, that's pretty easy. It is, <clears throat> and you can get, you know, quite I the mean, prize. Right, you're you're getting thirty percent off right now. So you know, thank us later. Right, but you're also getting the chance to win a jersey for every fucking team in the NHL, along with, you know, the customization. That's pretty cool. You yeah. can put your own. You can put your own shit on that. You put your own name on every single one if you wanted. Yeah, and you know, if you don't want to put your name, there's got to be somebody from each team that you yeah. love to have a jersey of. Or right. Even these are an these are like timer. the authentic Adidas jerseys too. So you know, yeah. fuck, that's like six grand worth of shit. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, six grand. Did I say six? Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, what are they like? Two hundred a piece for yeah. times thirty. Yeah. So you're you're pretty on. Yeah. Uh, so check it out. Buy a jersey. Uh, you know, do some impulse buying, or you know, finally pull the trigger on something that you've been looking at for a while since you'd be cooped up uh, in your house, possibly for the next uh, uh, unforeseeable foreseeable future. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you might you might need something. To bring you joy. Exactly. And it could be, one, the Hockey Podcast Network, namely our podcast, Caps Chirp. 
or two, a jersey from coolhockey.com. There you go. Boom. 30% off. Thank us later. Get in that contest. Remember, coolhockey.com slash THPN. Use that link, which you have to use to enter, and then use code THPN at checkout for that 30% off. Good luck, guys. Thirsty, Polly? Yep. Me too. One, two, three. All right. Well, Caps fans, we hope you're hanging in there. We hope that you are having at least some fun. You know, what the, Polly, the NHL network or NHL.tv has, has given out like a bunch of free games. Is that right? So, if you go onto NHL.com, mm-hmm. they are they're calling it pause binge. Um, and it's, if you click on it, you'll see they have classic games, cup films, all access, road to the winter classic, documentaries, and quick hits. These are all things that are available if you click. On NHL.com, right now, on Sunday, it's in the center of the page. I assume they'll keep it easily available. Right. There's not much news anyway. Right. Um, but it's kind of like a like a Netflix for the NHL. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So <clears throat> we just discovered this today, and we wanted to share it with you because if you're stuck at home, like most of the nation is, it's a good way to fill your time. Right, right. Um, you know, we talked about this before the, we recorded the pod. I mean, we, we could talk about all of the proposed speculatory um, or uh, plans for playoffs and things like that. But I think that right now, basically, we're looking at coming back in May. Yeah, if nothing gets worse. Right. Because um, the CDC, I think... Their time frame is nothing more than groups of 10 yeah. until May. Right, right. Um, and states are taking things into their own hands. They um, are. Shutting things down, non-essential, whatever, whatever. Um, that all means uh, for you, uh, in any case, good luck. But, yeah, so you have the NHL at home if you want to stream it. Um, you know, you, I'm guessing that the Caps last cup was going to be in there their the cup run but look they they probably have something for pretty much every cup i would assume yeah, right i haven't looked into it yet but i'd put money on it there's definitely going to be something on there about Ovi. that's for sure <laughs> right so i mean lots of good content there you know i'm not much i'm not one to really go back and start watching other games um or past games i i might get that desperate don't don't i'm not i'm not counting it out yet but um you know i've been staying uh i've been staying uh pretty pretty entertained and hopefully with our interview on the at the end of this episode we'll give you little ideas to how to be entertained on your own with some movie picks for you guys that are both hockey movies and then another subject apocalypse movies or post-apocalyptical post-apocalyptic movies yeah and watching old games can be fun but movies definitely 
are easier to rewatch. Right. And I, I like movies. You know, I'm a big movie guy. Polly, I know you're a fucking creep and you go to movies like theater movies alone. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've gone to two horror films alone. Um I learned a few lessons in a theater. Yeah. The okay. first one taught me some lessons. One um don't go at night because <laughs> it's a terrifying drive home. Uh <laughs> so the second time I saw the horror film, I went in the afternoon. But, but yeah. I so wait, 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 wait. You go in prime time movie times to watch movies alone. Well, what happened with the first one is I had a date with a girl and she decided that she didn't want to go with me. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm still going to go to the Saturday night, 7 p.m. showing of Sinister. <laughs> and uh didn't mix well. I mean, that's a pro high school move and early year college to take a girl to a horror film. Yeah, I, I agree. It was, you know, it was in college. Yeah, because they wanna they wanna like be close to you because they'd be scared and you know whatever whatever whatever. But, um, dude, I can't believe you go to fucking movies on your own. That's I, it. Just seems really weird to me. Yeah, I mean, I might look like a real weirdo. Probably like, <laughs> you know, I've gone to restaurants alone too. I don't have a problem with that. I would go to a restaurant alone. I would do that. Um, and and I mean, well, explain your logic behind because you have a reason as to why you like to go to movies alone. Well, first of all, going to theater, movie theater is like one of my favorite things to do. Okay. And when I go alone, I have no one else to worry about. All my food is my food. Like, <laughs> I'm not sharing anything. And I can just focus, you know, because sometimes you go to movies and people want to ask questions or right. they want to talk or whatever. Looking at you, ladies, that's yeah. not a sexist comment. That's just that's just how things are. Well, when, when parents are created. like that too, you know. You, t- say you go to a a superhero movie with a parent, they're mm-hmm. not going to know what the hell's going on. So, right. you know, it's just kind of it, it's easier to dial in, and it's also. You know, some things you just like to do on your own. And I enjoy going to the movies with other people, but I also enjoy doing it on my own. Right. So it's not like you're antisocial. It's just you're kind of like, um, well, I'm going to call it a guilty slash creepy pleasure. But it really, <laughs> for you, it's just like a pleasurable experience because you don't have to deal with fucking assholes. Yeah. Um, AKA your girlfriend, your wife, your family. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call them assholes, but... <laughs> Um, it's just, it's some nice me time. Okay. Fair enough. And you know what? Now that you've explained that, I, I understand the logic and I completely agree, but, um, I'm not, not saying that I would do it myself, but I understand why you would. Yeah. And I get, it's a weird place to do something alone, but, um, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm comfortable doing things alone. So. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, you know what? That's good. Good for you, Polly. Good for you. Um, <laughs> so, um, well, that went off on a really yeah, tangent, but, but, uh, at the same time, we've got a great, uh, interview here with Nick Morris, one of our buddies from college, played a little lax with him. Um, funny guy, great guy. Check him out on Twitter at in Morris 1776, quite the Patriot apparently. Um, you know, uh, give him a follow, check him out. 
the the interview is great. But before we get into that, in brief league news that we have, um, <clears throat> and poor poor Ottawa. Of course, two senators have tested positive for the coronavirus or COVID nineteen, as they're calling it. Um, <clears throat> the senators told the team to self quarantine on Friday, March thirteenth. And they're still following that, but apparently it has spread regardless. Um, well, somebody's been sick. Well, or... so what happened was the the first guy got it, and then once they got the second positive, then they went to quarantine. Ah, uh, they were like everybody stay the fuck home. Gotcha. Um, a lot of players in the NHL have been heading home. Um, yeah, they've been uh, heading back to their home countries, and you know. Uh, quarantining there instead right. of like, which would, seems kind of counterintuitive. Like, wouldn't you want them to just quarantine? Yeah, well, locally, NH- I don't know. The Maybe NHL not. gave them the option, and they're probably thinking, you know, now's a chance to see their parents and such, right, and be back home with their family. Um, yeah, I mean, I've seen some of the stuff uh, that from Kovalchuk, and he is like. Uh, in, on the beach somewhere. So I'm guessing he's in L.A. or something? <laughs> Jesus. Or is he in Florida? I don't know. Uh, well, the Russians love Florida, don't they? Right. Yeah, well, you know, it's a great tax haven there. And, yeah. you know, say what you will about the communist uh, Russians, but uh, they, they definitely understand the the values that we hold dear in capitalist America. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your money. Right. Um, so... I don't know if they're on vacation or whatever, but I mean, it seems like they've just kind of been bunkered down. Um, I know the Ovechkins, they're like boarded up. And, yeah, they're in D.C. still. Yeah, well, they're or, staying the fuck away. Yeah, I think they live in Arlington. I don't know. They filled up like a vehicle full of groceries and they're like, we're staying inside for months. Like, yeah. You know what, though? <laughs> As weird as it sounds, I feel like Ovi is, like, completely comfortable with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just chilling on the couch, like, playing video games and, like, hanging out with Sergey and his wife. Yeah. And Josh. Not, not yet. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, a lot of players are heading home until this whole thing blows over. Uh, I mean... We've had some cancellations, right, Polly? Why don't you tell us about that? Well, <clears throat> the IIHF has pretty much canceled everything except men's world championships. But now they have. They right. uh, as up to, of, up to like what a day ago? Yeah, Saturday, March twenty first, they canceled the men's world championships, which is the the international competition that you'll see on TV in May and June. Right. Um, it's it happens every year. Every year. So it's right. it's like a mini Olympic tournament, but, you know, the pros still play. And basically each team gets better as the playoffs go on because when guys get eliminated, they'll join their team. Right. Um, so with that being canceled, uh, I think the uh, IIHF has pretty much canceled everything. Yeah. Um, at least for this year. Yeah, and there might be some fall tournaments and stuff for some of the the younger ages, but uh, that's still far off and not in the news. Right. Um, yeah. So so 
you know, it's interesting because they previously they canceled the women's. Though, how many weeks in advance did they cancel the women's? Well, like two or three. Yeah. So the women's it was supposed to be the end of March. They canceled it on the seventh. Okay. Um, actually, uh, initially we were gonna try to say that there was some <laughs> sexism here, but it looks right. like they actually canceled the men's farther in advance. So they tried to give the women a chance. Right. But the men, um, well, a combination of, you know, they've, they've got hindsight now and they've seen how it's developed and right. As the situation has progressed, they've realized that it's probably just not going to fucking happen. Yeah. So they might as well cancel it now, give people a chance for refunds or at least help them avoid money that they haven't spent yet. Right. And, and you know, you'd like to think that the players and the talent are of the utmost importance, but probably not here. So, uh, I mean, I, I get, I get what you're saying, um, with the, with the refunds of tickets and, and whatnot, but you know, basically they figured that they weren't going to get enough turnout probably. Yeah. <laughs> as, as cynical as that sounds and, and shitty as that, as I'm making it out to be, that is kind of the, what's happening. Right. Yeah. And that's why things are canceling. Um, you know, again, things just keep hitting the dust. It's every day there's a new uh, cancellation or postponement. So, you know, Caps fans, stay strong. This will all blow over. Uh, I think we're seeing the brunt of it here coming up. And then might have to be isolated for a while. But, you know, eventually time will heal this, right? We right. Hope. You know, if you get bored. Um, there's hockey movies, apocalyptic yep. movies, stuff on NHL.com. You can re-listen to our old episodes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, absolutely. you've got options. Yeah. You're, the old episodes are some probably some things that we're just going to really just, just, I don't even know. Go back and listen December and see how cringeworthy I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we could put our backup episodes just on Patreon and be like, you want to hear how bad Polly Cupcakes was <laughs> when he first started? Because those were the technically the first episodes that we recorded. Yep. Because you know it, it's it sucks to like make content for no reason, so we just kind of like had two episodes where we f- figured it out. Well, you figured it out. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> it was a test run. Right. Exactly. But but those are our backup epis. So yeah. Um, well. In any case, why don't we uh, why don't we talk about the old uh, Washington Capitals here? There's there's a little bit of news, right? Yeah. All right, stand by for the Washington wraparound. All right. So in this week's Washington wraparound, we've got some baby and dog news. Yeah. Yeah, that's some 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 good content there. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us about it, Polly. You know, I know you're the one that put all this stuff together for the babies and the dogs. So yeah, we'll start with babies. Um, <laughs> Osh Babe had yeah. a new Osh Babe. Uh, <laughs> they had their third child, um, and it's third a boy. child. Wow, third child, first boy. Wow, Campbell Richard Oshie. Uh Campbell. Yeah, that is an interesting first name. I wonder if that's a family name or just a very hip name. Yeah, I feel like it easily could be either one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they announced, or 
TJ posted, finally have my fishing buddy for life. There you uh, go. So I'm sure as a dad, it's exciting to get your first son. Uh, but he does, he adores his daughters. That's very evident. Yeah. Um, I, I remember he dressed up as like a prince for like something. Uh, I, I don't know if it was like a, a prince and princess ball or something that he he dressed up for. It was funny. Yeah, he seems like a good dad. Yeah. Uh, and then Nick Jensen and his wife, they had a baby boy as well, Lorenzo Luck Jensen. Uh, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So is uh, you think they're Italian? Yeah, I'd say so, <laughs> based on that first name. Right, Luck. Interesting. Now I wonder if that means we're going to win the cup this that, year. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Could be a nice little lucky charm there. So. Congrats to both the Yoshis and the Jensens. Yes, and they join a list of recent uh, Capital parents. Um, they've also we've also had new kids recently from the Dowds and yep. the Kuznetsovs, Orlovs, Gudis is Gudis yeah, and I the think. Panics. Um, so, yeah, uh, and what Backstrom. And yeah, Ovi. we're looking in, looking forward. Backstrom and Ovi are both are both ready to welcome their second kids. Jesus. Well, Backstrom's third. Oh yeah! Wow. Um, and that's part of the reason why Ovi is staying so quarantined. Is I I would assume they want to help protect his pregnant wife because right. you don't want her or the baby getting sick. And yep. their son is still so young. He's only like. He's younger than two, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's running around. But uh, they they say that that this virus doesn't. It, you know, younger people. The younger you get, actually, the more, um, the more I guess natural self self defense you have against it. Uh, but hey, you don't want to take any risks, right? Right. So, um, wow. I mean, congrats to all these guys. And I, it's funny because this is probably one of the first times in, in the past decade and a half that, um, you know, core players have been having kids. Right. I don't remember a lot of kid announcements in the past. You know, obviously technology's come a long way and the internet and social media and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, we've got uh, – we've got – a lot of guys who are just in that era of life right now. And unfortunately, well, unfortunately for the team, it's a little bit of the more advanced life as an athlete, right? The more advanced ages. So, yeah, they, uh, they spent their twenties building a team, winning president's trophies and division titles and partying rocket Richards, partying, building the foundation for a cup. And now they're having kids. Yeah. Crazy to see this team grow up, right? Yeah. And uh, St. Thomas, Mm. Tom Wilson, still in his 20s. Yeah. He's he's a little more my speed right now. Uh, Okay, okay. Explain that. He got a dog. Everybody Ah. else having babies. And I don't have a dog or a kid, but I can tell you right now, I'd rather have a dog. Yeah. Um, Yeah, me too, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's real nice to say. Um he and his girlfriend Taylor uh, Pishk Pishk Pishk, Pishk. 
Pish, um, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Pish. She's so a, she's a volleyball stud. Beach yeah, volleyball? Beach volleyball. Um, yeah. Her dad is a Canadian volleyball stud. She's a stud. They got a new puppy. I would assume it's, well, it's either Haley or Hallie. Right. Uh, she's a cute little black lab mix. And they adopted her from Wolf Trap Animal Rescue. Um, and <laughs> I was looking at... Oh my god, dude. Let me let me pull up my Twitter, because... <laughs> and so it's funny, because Wolf Trap, um, that's a place out... Uh, well, in Wolf Trap, I suppose, but... Uh, that was where a big venue was where in, in high school we would go to a lot of concerts out there. Uh, can't remember where, who I think I've seen the Almond brothers at Wolf Trap. Uh, that's the one that comes to mind immediately. So many shows though. Lots of shows at Wolf Trap that I saw. Good times. Did you say what state it's in? It's it's in Virginia. Virginia. Okay. But so, Tom Wilson posted, you know, he said a message from to Caps fan from him and Haley. And <laughs> so <clears throat> let me read you some of the responses. <laughs> okay, um, call them out too. So Fucking this handles and everything. This person, their Twitter is Claire at Posternock. Um, that's that's who shared this series of responses. Yeah. So Adam at Tressler seventy one, <laughs> how nice you're still a dick. <laughs> George Freiberg, and it looks like his at is just his name. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, you pathetic scumbag. <laughs> Action Jackson, which is at Action Jackson, right. your video means nothing. You try to hurt people on a daily basis. You're a dangerous hockey player. You're a hypocrite. <laughs> of course you're including the... This is a follow-up tweet. All right. This of, guy's the best because he's a fucking total, total bitch here. He Just is. Multiple tweets in, in a row. Obviously of, triggered. Of course you're including the dog because you know everyone hates you. It's a way to soften your reputation like you really care about fellow humans. You don't care about fellow humans because you try to injure a human several times a game. How many times can you use human in a tweet? Right, right. And wait, this dude's got to be a Penguins fan. Uh, yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> it looks like it. Hey, buddy. What's his name? Action Jackson. Hey, Action Jackson. How's Zach Aston Reese's job, bud? That is forever. <laughs> That's never going to be the same, bud. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Also... You know, I mean, it's obvious by your tweets and you being a Pittsburgh fan that you're, you know, top bottom seven to nine, seven to seven to five percent in all of human intellect. I mean, fucking a, you should get a dog. Definitely don't procreate. <laughs> Jesus, solid chirp there, solid chirp. Uh, real, real intense here. Uh-oh. Porter Rich at ninety nine. Porter Rich. Okay. I like your dog, but you're a cheap shot. Mm, real tough, tough stuff there. Uh, Chuck chirps at Chuck chirps. Giving Tom Wilson a puppy won't make him any less of a dirtbag. And then finally, Ronnie Mund at Ronnie Mund five, five minute penalty for using the dog to cover up your fuckery. 
I think that one's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. That's um, not bad. I, I'll take that one. Um, yeah, some of these, they're just so fucking whiny. It's like, I know. get a life. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I, I don't like Matt Cook, but if I saw him post a picture of him and a dog, I would just ignore it and move on. No, I would definitely be like, you're still a piece of shit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I don't know. Um, look, if you're if you're gonna like flame someone for being nice, here, here's a troll lesson one hundred and one. If you're gonna flame something that's like nice, uh, like a picture of a dog, because you know that breaks the internet and shit, right? It's like a trump card for the internet. Yeah, you have to at least be witty. You can't use human five times in a fucking tweet. <laughs> You you gotta you gotta at least have a little bit of like fucking panache, if you, you will. You don't like humans. This. You're mean to humans. <laughs> humans, human. humans, humans. My human. So yeah, it's like he says human three times in the mirror, flipping the lights on and off, and Tom <laughs> Wilson just checks him from behind. <laughs> um, that's that's fucking hilarious. I saw all those tweets and I was like, like. It, you took your time, you know, and I mean, I have no room to talk. I'm the hockey troll. I, I will fight with anyone, but fuck, man, really? This is it. This is your stand. This is the the hill you're ready to die on. There. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna do this, come across as more like eloquent, articulate. Just a little bit of our, uh, yeah. our you know, just be a little articulate here. That's that's all. Act like you, know? you paid attention like one day in tenth grade English. <laughs> like have someone proofread it. You know, get get <laughs> another, get a, You obviously need help. Get get someone else in there to 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 give him give a little bit of an honest opinion, some criticism, and listen to it because I'm sure you just did that in a fit of rage. Yeah, <laughs> like type it on Microsoft Word. Yeah, and it'll help a little bit. And then copy and spell paste check. It. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Copy and paste. You can do Control A, right click, copy, or Control A, Control C, and then into Twitter. Control V. That's the. Those are the. Those are the shortcuts for you guys. You know, copy paste, select all. Just saying. Yeah. You know. Let's be adults, huh? We're here to help. We're here yeah. to help here, at Caps Chirp. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well. As promised, Caps fans, we are going to talk a little bit about some hockey movies. Uh, you know, maybe if you haven't seen them, we list a ton of movies in this next interview. I think that we kind of, we spoil a couple of them. Yeah. All right. We're going to be honest. We spoil a couple of them, but it doesn't mean they're not worth a watch. So, hell, I mean, shit, we rattle off at least 10, 15 movies. Yeah. You know, think about this. If 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 we spoiled it for you. At least you can treat the movie like a prequel. Right. You know, you know the ending, so just enjoy how it builds up. You know, it's funny, though, because I am not, even if there's a movie that I really want to see, I actually ask people what happens in it when I am, like, before I go see it. Have you ever, uh, and and I've, I've read some stuff that it turns out that really people do not care, like, they get mad when they when you spoil it for them or whatever. But people who say like "Don't spoil it for me" or you know the, your coworker who's taken like ten months to see the fucking second part of the Avengers, you know, "Don't spoil it for me," you know, fuck them. First of all, it's been ten months. Second of all, it. I, I read a study where 
people don't care if you spoil it, technically, as far as them going and still going and see the movie. Yeah. You know, I feel like they take, it's like, oh, well, now I'm not going to see it because you told me the ending. No. In fact, in fact, they said it had so little bearing that they might think it's almost a positive if you spoil it for them because people don't like surprises. Um, as a, as just a, as a species, humans do not like to be surprised. I don't know any species that just enjoys being surprised. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, this is great. I fucking didn't know that was going to happen and scared the shit out of me. Right? Yeah. No. Um, while being surprised and having that element and, and, you know, films like M. Night Shyamalan's films. He had several films that just bombed because they, they were fucking ridiculous surprises at the end. So, when it comes to movies and spoilers, and I'm tef- definitely ranting and raging right now, but... Um, in fact, spoiling a movie for somebody makes, it could make it more likely that they're going to go see it because they are humans are, are pack mentality. They like to be a part of something. They like to see it unfold in front of their eyes. It doesn't matter if they had the ending ruined quote unquote for them. That's a good point. It's interesting. Yeah. So from what I've read is it, it's not going to, it's not going to change whether you're going to make the decision to go see a movie based on way more important factors than whether you know how it ends or not. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Because if humans really did hate that, we wouldn't have things like historical documentaries, you know, historical fiction, things. <laughs> right. You know how it fucking ends, bro. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> with that being said, don't add us. Uh, with your anger when yeah. you listen to our interview. Right, exactly. You know, just enjoy it. We had Nick Morris on. Dude's the man. Um, solid, funny guy. Lax bro. So check him out um, and check out this interview. And we hope you like it. Stay safe. Hopefully this gives you a couple good movie suggestions. All right, Caps fans, it's me, the Hockey Troll, and Polly Cupcakes here with Nick Morris, who is most notably known on Twitter by his 1,000 followers at nmorris1776. And Polly, what was your, you had oh, something to say? And as we know him personally, Nick Morris Laxbro. Yes. Played a little lax, laxed around in college. Um, Nick, how you doing, buddy? Wow, wow, what an introduction! I uh, couldn't have said it any better myself. Right, you're you're welcome for that. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's uh it's kind of an honor to be on this uh, Caps Chirp podcast. Only kind of a, a fucking fan. honor. I mean, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I mean, I, I I am a Pens fan. Oh, you can't uh, blame right. me for that. I mean, I can blame you for that. It's poor taste and poor judgment on your part. So, but but we'll forgive that for this pot because we like you as a person, and Thank I you. don't have to hate you purely because you're a Penguins fan. <laughs> All right, <laughs> nice. So you know uh, the reason we brought you on here is because due to the, I mean, 
I guess, impending apocalypse, possibly, or mm-hmm. just the whole social lockdown that we're going through, you know, movies might play a very large part in some people's lives right now. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that'll be streaming movies and things like that. So we wanted to talk about our favorite hockey movies and our favorite apocalypse movies. So with that, I mean, I know that you've been involved in podcasts before. Um, you're, you're, you're teasing and work will tease your, your current project, but you are currently, or you have worked on some movie podcasts before. Is that right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, for the love of cinema, uh, go ahead and check them out. It's an okay podcast. You know, it's not, <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, I graced them with my presence for a long time. Good. Go check them out. Absolutely. And, um, and so I would, I would say you're a bit of a movie buff. Um, right. I mean, which are you self-proclaiming that as well? I no, I know I'm not, you know, people have called me a movie critic. Really? They have called me a movie buff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just a normal person here. Okay. (laughs) I'm not writing for the Sunday times. (laughs) Come on. I I just like to watch movies. Okay. Is that fair enough? I will say. You introduced my little corner of the Twitter world to Parasite before it started winning all those awards. So you at least have some kind of insight into the industry that I would say the normal fan does not. Yeah, definitely. Parasite is a wonderful movie. Have you have you checked it out? You watched it? No, um, I don't know. Where can I watch it? Um, Buy it. Yeah, you can buy it. It's, I believe, it's on DVD. Uh, it's probably on demand. But yeah. uh, I highly suggest buying it. It is a foreign film, so you're gonna have to watch it with uh, subtitles. But right. uh, well, I'm, I'm a, a fan big of Mel I'm a fan of foreign films. So I'm a big check, Mel Gibson check it, fan. Check it out. Sorry, you're a big Mel Gibson fan. Yeah, so I'm used to movies that require subtitles. I don't. I don't get it. I can, the Passion of the Christ, <laughs> Apocalypto. Oh, Mel, oh. Mel Gibson does a lot of movies in foreign language that Mel you have Gibson to read. directed movies, not yeah. not actual Mel Gibson movies like uh, Well, Brave, yeah. Lethal Weapon, or uh, I can't Braveheart. Braveheart, yeah. I just watched that a couple of days ago. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did, <laughs> Polly. Polly. Um, <laughs> um. All right. Well, you know what. Let's get right into it. Obviously, you, you, Nick, have the credentials that we need, um, and it's partly because we like you and partly because we can't get anybody better on this podcast. So, <laughs> we'll just go right into it, okay? Um, All right. We'll just go around, and um, favorite hockey movie, Nick, what's your favorite hockey movie? Oh, man. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, probably Slapshot. I will say it's, uh, I think, probably one of the first talking movies, except for The Mighty Ducks, which I also love that trilogy. Sure. But uh, Slapshot, man. Okay. It's an original. That's OG, right? That's uh, OG, baby. You know, it's funny because Slapshot was something that I probably watched when I was a teenager, but I didn't realize that it was even a movie until, you know, years and year decades after it came out because mm-hmm. it was so vulgar and yeah. <laughs> uh and um 
What what is the what does the guy say to the goalie? Your wife's a lesbian. <laughs> uh, yeah, he gets a lot more. Yeah, yeah, it's probably that. a lot more graphic. <laughs> right. That's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, it, it, it I have be very PC in today's world. Let's, I have the exact that. quote if you guys want to hear it. What's the what's oh, yeah. the exact quote? <laughs> he goes, "Suzanne sucks pussy." <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. We're going to get me too out of this fucking movement. Uh, anyways, oh. so, okay, a slap shot. That's totally a good one. You know, um, I've heard people say that it's a little bit of an overrated film, and when I first watched it, I could agree. But at the same mm-hmm. time, just the, the different cast of characters and how everything was played out there, the whole Johnstown, minor league, hockey, it – it, it brings back a nostalgia and a kind of a real raunchy reality of what minor league hockey was back then. Yeah, very true. Very true. Even I mean, I, I I think it captures the essence of what everyone, exactly what you just said, loves about minor league hockey. Right. Yeah. Just a, a bunch of fucking degenerates beating the shit out <laughs> yeah. of each other. <laughs> kind of a no-holds-barred, let's go. <laughs> right, right. All right, Polly. Your favorite hockey movie? Well, uh, first I'd like to say I do appreciate Slapshot, but I would have to say that I favor its modern-day counterpart, which is Goon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But my favorite is Mystery Alaska. I think it's got uh, a great storyline. The gameplay, pretty good quality. Uh, our former guest Grant Van Lahr, uh he's in the movie. He's the the second goalie that comes in for mystery. I just I'm a sucker for a good That's uplifting awesome. story, and yeah, uh, yeah, it's just it's a nice underdog story, and probably I mean I, I love Miracle, but Mystery mm-hmm. got to me first, so I think it just nestled itself into number one in my heart. Yeah, and, and you know what? I think I'm gonna have to agree. Uh, we've we've talked about this before on this podcast, but I I like Mystery Elastica the best. I think it's the the best hockey movie out. Um, and I know we're probably gonna catch flack for that because you know it's not miracle and it, and it's really kind of like a fantasized thing. And you know the storyline <clears throat> wasn't exactly robust, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and it was I, kind of you know I guess I don't know like kind of a macho thing i don't know i'm sure i've read some i've read reviews on it where people just tore it apart oh yeah i mean i i do agree with you guys because i i feel like any hockey movie we're gonna talk about it's really good i mean <laughs> unless you're getting into the multiple slap shot movies one uh three <laughs> and four or whatever right. but uh those are all apocalypse movies if you ask me <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I love Mystery Alaska. I had no idea it was a movie till I picked it up at Walmart, um, probably 10 years ago or something when I, I just, I, I had no idea about it, picked it up. Great movie. I thought, um, yeah, I love the, I love the scenery and like the small town that's like completely dedicated to hockey and uh mm-hmm. and that whole that whole aspect of it all. So that was that was a cool part for me. Um but I think we I've got a list here of honorable mentions for for hockey movies and you know we're looking at 
you know, miracle, obviously, right? You have mm-hmm. to the Disney, the Most Disney, definitely. right? The the Disney, uh, um, I guess, monster has put out miracle, and it was a great <laughs> one. You know, you go, uh, oh, go ahead. You'd be surprised how many uh, hockey movies Disney has. Um, pretty sure they have MVP, Most Valuable Primate. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. It's like a, it's it's like an Air Bud type movie, but yeah. with a chimpanzee. And he plays yeah. hockey. Yeah, yeah. And what he's like a goal scorer or like a fighter? What I, what is this? He's a goal scorer. I, he's talent. I, but I think if you fought the monkey too, it'd probably beat your ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They say a chimpanzee has like the strength of like eight men. Yeah. Oh yeah. So probably but, rip your face off. <laughs> and then um i've got to talk about this one which i i don't know why but um i watched it at like 2 a.m one night you know i have bad sleeping issues um it was on the disney channel it had hockey and i was like you know what i'll just watch it um but it dealt with this uh teenage kid who was a great goal scorer and his little sister was in a uh some type of girl scout troop and he ended up becoming the leader of the girl scout troop and he, yeah, and he was still trying to juggle playing hockey. It was, it's really stupid. I don't know why I watched it. But, uh, yeah. What was it called? I I forget, but it it was like something in the bees. So I I don't know. Well, speaking of Disney hockey movies, I threw in honorable mention H E Double Hockey Sticks, um, which is Dude, about. Yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I see that I've watched that movie multiple times, but not in the past fifteen years. And I, I can never find it. I don't know where. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's on Disney Plus right now. It's a uh, Disney movie? Yeah, it was a Disney Channel original. So it <laughs> oh, fuck. it had a couple of the guys from Boy Meets World and it was basically there's this star player. And he makes a deal with the devil to win the Stanley Cup. And um, someone from hell, like a demon, is, is like his right-hand man. <laughs> yeah. And they both have a change of heart, and he gets traded from the demons to the angels, I think. And, uh, and these are NHL teams, <laughs> is that right? Yeah. The and, demons and the angels. Yeah. So then he <laughs> okay. has to make this worst team in the league beat the best team in the Stanley cup because the deal for his soul was the demons winning, not him winning. Right. Um, so it's a comedy twisted into this storyline and it's a lot of goofball stuff because it's, um, Mm -hmm. the older Matthews brother from meets world. Okay. What is it? Will Friedel. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Do Dude, know that, that? That's so crazy that you pulled that movie out of nowhere because. Oh, what was man, this movie awesome. rated? What was it rated? Oh, I, I mean, PG Disney Channel. Or... Oh, yeah, okay. probably. It's it's one of those movies uh, Disney Channel would like premiere on Friday nights at like 7 p.m. Oh, so for like the tweens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was like PG. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, um. That's ridiculous. I I've never seen that movie. I hope that this is something that that uh, that our listeners can relate to. But uh, <clears throat> you know, going back to to the Goon movies, both of them were pretty good. Yeah. 
Oh, I, yeah. I didn't mind those. Um, and you know, I, I, we're obviously, I don't want to talk about the fucking Mighty Ducks because they're bringing it back, Nick. <laughs> I mean, what they do are. you think? What, what do you think about that? That's what we'll, that's what we'll talk about it's, at least is. So from what I, I don't know if they're remaking it or if they're bringing him back as a coach, which I would really enjoy. Right. Um, but I mean, I, I would watch it, you know, why not? I know. Just, and I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to watch it and it, it's going to piss me the fuck off. Yeah. Because I don't, yeah, no, I mean, definitely. this series, this let, let legends die, you know? Yep. Let them Very be true. legends. I, I don't, I'm, I'm a huge, uh, I, I I don't like remakes or you know reboots. I I absolutely hate them. Right, and that's Some all it is okay. now. That's all Hollywood is right now. Oh yeah, and it pisses me the fuck off. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, and and the thing is, is that I mean, okay, so I'm gonna take this this moment in time as we're talking about the Mighty Ducks to one shit on the remake and two shit on Polly over here, who during our our college years made us fucking watch all three of them on a nine hour bus ride, all three back to back to back. We could have been watching anything else, any other film. We watched what was available to us. What? You should have just. Asked, I have DVDs. I could have just been like, "Hey, wait, wait." We also. I even think I brought. I think I even brought a couple DVDs. And you were like, "Now nah, we're gonna watch the Mighty Ducks," and I'm like, "Fuck, this is fucking Paul, terrible." You, you said that's all you had available. <laughs> the Mighty Ducks. We were, no, so I told people to bring. I movies. have them on standby. <laughs> well, we also watched Hot Rod. I remember. Okay. We just watched what we had. And yeah. Hockey Troll, sorry for taking your ass to Yale for a college hockey game. Fuck you. I paid $50 <laughs> for that fucking bus ride, bud. I paid $50 for the bus ride. That's okay? a steal, bud. It was a steal. That, it was that, a steal. That is a steal. I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a legit trip. I was just completely unentertained by the, the onboard entertainment. That wasn't like a nine hour bus ride. It was hell. It was a, it was a long, it was a long ride. And you didn't provide proper entertainment. And I was upset. <laughs> what do you have to say That's for yourself? That's incredible. Alex? What do you have oh, to say man. for yourself? Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, if, if you could pick one out of the three, which, uh, which one would you watch? Of the Mighty Ducks? Yeah. Ooh. I'm a big three guy. Yeah, you know, I have to mm-hmm. say, I think it's three. When they go to and they play in like the world, no, like that's two. That's two. Uh, three is when they're in the prep school. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then Cat eventually becomes the starter or something, right? Well, she yeah, she pretty much becomes the starter in the beginning, and then Goldberg is the hero because he dresses mm-hmm. out and scores a game winning goal. That's right. That's so fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it. I think the third one. I didn't like that they brought the Ducks jerseys back during world competition. Yeah, and the second it felt weird. Yeah, it's like what you're just going to take off the fucking United States of America, which you're fucking <laughs> representing here. I don't yeah. understand that. <laughs> It's quite disrespectful. Wait, is, it, is, is this against the rules? Can we do this? <laughs> yeah. mm. 
but yeah, so, um, and, and I'll be honest, like watching them now is unbearable, but mm-hmm. I think, I think I, I, I think I'd have to go three D three. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and well, let's just do D3 across the board. Okay. I think it's, I don't know. I like them all, but D3 is probably the best one. Yeah, sure. I think it has that. the most uh, developed, like less predictable storyline at least. You know, they, mm-hmm. they've they got guys leaving and dealing with personal issues compared to just like trying to beat the bullies. Right. Yeah, it, it, and it's a new coach aspect, you know, like it's a weird – that's a weird relationship to have, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you guys have experienced that as well as I have. Right. Yeah. But, I want to uh, play you know. two ways, coach. I want to play two ways. <laughs> hey, let me just slap the C on your jersey real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you abandoned the team for a week. Here's the captain. <laughs> Jesus. Oh fuck! <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> well, um, I, anything else, Nick, to add, or Polly to add to to the whole hockey movie uh, uh, <clears throat> argument here? Well, I, um, no, go ahead, Polly. <clears throat> I just wanted to mention um, to our followers and to you. Uh, there's also a movie that Hockey Troll did an interview with. Um, mm. Goalie, the Terry Sawchuck story. Yes, how could I forget? Yeah, so talk oh, about wow. that a little bit. Yeah, so um, I got to interview Adriana. Um, oh my god, I can't believe I'm spacing on that. Is it my Adriana? Um, fuck. Anyways, yeah, uh, she was the producer or the director of um, uh, Goalie, a movie about Terry Sawchuck. So, and it was cool because it wasn't like a, a regular old like sports movie, basically just like jerking the guy off. Adriana Mags. Adriana Mags. Fuck. Sorry about that. Um, I actually listened to that episode. Very good episode, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And um, the movie was great. I thought uh, it really, it really portrayed a real raw and real version of, of the, uh, of Terry Sawchuck, who up until Rodeur really was the best goalie in NHL history, or at least one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just really interesting. He died when he was 45. Um, I mean, the the type of like person and and mental, mentally and physically that he had to be to just take multiple shots to the face and mm-hmm. destroy his body for that game and for the team was uh, something else. So, um, but you know, he also struggled with trying to self medicate a lot of that pain away and, and a lot of that mental angst. So, uh, with alcohol and, um, and, and that really kind of showed through in the movie. And I felt it gave like a really good, uh, I guess real picture of, of how this person actually was. It was kind of a haunted and, and, uh, and, uh, stricken person. So Mm -hmm. definitely go check out that movie. It's out now in the United States. You can buy it on DVD, uh, real good flick. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, it's interesting because through that interview, Adriana had said, uh, that the, the NHL, they, they had sent the movie to the NHL, but the NHL wouldn't endorse it because it really didn't put him cause it, cause you know, the NHL, uh, 
is Ferda, you know, it's for the boys yeah. and, and, uh, it didn't portray Terry as a just flawless hero, hero? basically. Yeah. 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 So, um, interesting stuff. Definitely a, a cool flick. So I, I would definitely include that in honorable mention as in the, in the, uh, hockey movies that we just talked about. But, um, but yeah, Nick, what about you? Anything else? Uh, yeah, I've, um, I've, well, I've, going past all the, uh, you know, all, all the, you know, written up st- script stories of, uh, hockey's that I, uh, very much enjoy. Uh, there's one documentary. It's called mm. Red Army. I don't know if you guys have heard of that or seen yes. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's a very well done documentary about, um, I believe the Russian teams, uh, yeah, where they the, have, you like... know, the Olympic teams. Yeah, they have that like crazy footage of like these dudes like got like weight like a like a squat like a barbell over their mm-hmm. over their uh shoulders and like they're like dancing around and that was like their <laughs> that was like their like, fucking training. To, yeah, to be a hockey to be a Russian hockey player <laughs> that's uh I mean, you know, back then, you know, yeah. back when uh it was the Soviet Union. I hate to sound like a communist right now. But uh, it was a damn good documentary. It was. It was. I have seen that one. And um, another one is uh, that came out more recently is about uh, like Fedorov and the first Russian players to come over from Russia to Detroit and yes. play and play the Russian Five. And that movie is called The Russian Five. Have you seen that one? I have heard one? about that one. I haven't checked it out yet, but I will oh. have to. It's good. It's good. They got all the uh, – they got all the – all the guys involved in it and uh, they interview them all. And it, and it was, it's, it's a solid flick there on the documentary side. So, mm-hmm. you know, hockey fans, you got, I mean, we just, we just listed off, you know, three, four good movies that could, that could easily eat up a day, right? A day, maybe two, right, Polly? Oh yeah, <clears throat> definitely. definitely. So <laughs> check those out. Check those out. Hockey fans for sure. Um, cool piece of history, cool, cool historical stuff. Um, yeah, I guess it didn't really register to me because I was thinking more like straight up fluff fictional type movies, but, uh, but the document, those, those documentaries are are solid or more accurate, I guess. Yeah. Hey, quick question. Would you, Mm -hmm. uh, would you count the love guru as a hockey movie? Oh, there is a hockey player in there, right? Yeah, well, it it's isn't uh, Justin Timberlake? Isn't he the hockey player? Uh, yeah, I think he's like the goalie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's he's the French goalie that uh, is really good or something like that. I don't yeah, know. really, I would count it. Actually, I mean, we can count it. I mean, I feel like hockey in in the movies really just needs to be counted, given any credit. I was also going to say, what about the Tooth Fairy? Yeah, <laughs> with the more rock. Disney yeah. there. Yeah, and um, yep. uh, also. Here's here's one here's one that's gonna be crazy crazy. You guys aren't even gonna he- expect this one. You ready? Thirteen going on thirty. Why is that a hockey huh. movie? Because when the thirteen year old was it Anne Hathaway? Is that who? No, uh, um, Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Jennifer Garner. When uh, Jennifer Garner is a thirty year old. She is dating a New York Ranger. Ah. Uh, and you know, Friends has a lot of Rangers references. Really? Well, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, there's actually, or no, maybe it was uh, in Seinfeld. Elaine dates this guy who's a big Devils fan, 
And so oh, they, they, yeah. 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 <laughs> and he like gets painted. Yeah. And she, it freaks her out. Yeah. Because he's a glass pounder. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is a no-no uh, here on Caps Chirp. Right. Yeah, don't be a glass pounder. Well, there's yeah. actually a movie I forgot to mention until now. It's called Breakaway. Oh. Uh, and it's about a group of Canadians that are uh, of the Sikh religion. Okay. And Ooh. I think they call their team the Flying Sikhs, if I remember correctly. Um, maybe that's wrong. Um, but they end up they they wear their turbans. They, turbans is that what, yeah. Uh, so they wear their the head wraps. The head yeah. They wear their religious turbans instead of helmets. And so like the whole show is they have this one kid who's just a stud. And so there's controversy over which headdress like if they are allowed to wear that instead of helmets. And then issues about him being a hothead and thinking he's above the team. It's kind of it's kind of got like a Mighty Ducks feel to it, but I would say better mm-hmm. gameplay quality. Okay. Uh, so it's called Breakaway. That's also a good one. Um, you know, not to, now. This isn't a this isn't a rip on this on the the Sikh like you know religious beliefs, but what fucking type of confidence do you have to have in your religion to think that it's going to stop a puck? Yeah. <laughs> hey, how how do you know there's not a helmet under there, huh? I I don't, right. but at the same time, dude. Yeah, I mean, if you're just going to, no yeah. face mask, no face mask, no cage, <laughs> no face. <laughs> I I wear a cage. I have never not worn a cage or a face mask. I started a full full face. I just put mine back on because uh, was a boy Chuck. Yeah, with the skate to the face. Yeah, taking the skate. And, to oh the yeah. Face. And what happened your first game back, Polly? I got hit in the face with a puck. Well, I got hit in the cage with a puck. So it would have wow. been. It would have been. It would have hit my top teeth and nose the way the puck was coming in. Yeah, that would have oh, been great. Geez. That'd have been yeah. great. Yeah. So <laughs> good decision on my part. Yeah. So that's that's destiny, man. You gotta wear that cage. Right. Oh I, yeah. I mean, protect I the money maker. Exactly, and that's exactly it. That's why I do it. Yeah, you know, my, it's, it's my it's my greatest asset. My parents That's why I paid have a podcast. like yeah, because your face. <laughs> my parents paid like three grand for these teeth, so I guess I should keep them safe. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just we're we're bullshit now, but let's uh let's since because of the coronavirus and in light of the possible um, outbreak of a virus that wipes out all of humanity. Just kidding. That's probably not going to happen. But let's talk about favorite apocalyptic movies, man. Um, I've got a ton. You know, I think the apocalypse, the world ending, these are all like this is one of my favorite subject matters, partly mm-hmm. because I probably just wish it would happen like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty grim. I can dig it, though. <laughs> but, um, you know, I guess. Because it's it's hard to say because this whole zombie movement on movies and, and television entertainment has really kind of thrown I feel off kilter what and and really kind of shunned focus away or or driven focus away from other good apocalypse movies apocalyptic movies but I will say my favorite or if if we're going the zombie genre in that sense is Twenty Eight Days Later right oh yeah. That's my. If you're gonna go zombie apocalypse movie, Twenty Eight Days Later can't be beat. Uh, super scary. Love the cinematography. 
Like that scene when all those dead people are in that church, Polly. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I remember. I love the movie, but I need to rewatch it because it's been a couple years. Yeah. So when he first wakes up, he he he's stumbling through London, I believe. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's he walks into a church and there's just piles of dead people there because they were like you know thinking that the church was uh, just really powerful because they're all like piled up and like looking at the altar like it's crazy um, i actually really love that movie too um cillian murphy he's he's a great actor i don't know if you guys watch peaky blinders yeah but uh he's, right because he's, he's the main character in that one mm-hmm. yeah that's good shit but uh, did you like the uh the the second one the 20 uh, i forget what yeah, 20 months later yeah Ooh, i yeah. put that in uh my honorable mention actually I liked oh, nice. it too. Yeah. I think I bought a set that has both of them and maybe another movie. Okay. So, yeah, I think I think it's a good franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Um, what about you, Nick? I mean, what were what's your favorite? So, I uh, again, apocalypse movies that for me, it's I love zombie films. Okay. So, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm gonna do a foreign film called Train to Busan. Um, okay, which, that's on Netflix is, right now. Yeah, and it is amazing. It's a Korean film, and it's just so well done. The story ca- catches you in the beginning, and whew, it, it's it's more than a well, it's it, it's a crazy zombie apocalypse. You know, they're not they're not slow zombies. They're right, coming after right. you. I actually just watched this movie maybe like three weeks ago, and I thought of you when I was watching it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was good. It was good. Um, You know, they're coming out now. They're releasing it in America, the sequel to it. I did hear about that, yes. Or or something like that. I think it's the sequel. Yeah, and I I saw a poster for it. I didn't see anything else. I didn't see a trailer, but I did see a poster, and it looked uh, pretty badass. Yeah, and I think that right now and now I might be wrong. I think I saw something, and it might have been an animated little short or mm-hmm. film, but I think it was the prequel or something to Train to Pusan on Ooh. on Netflix. I want to say I might just be talking out of my ass, um, but but yeah, that that's that's what. Uh, but that's a that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, definitely a solid one, Polly. Polly, what do you think, man? What's your favorite? Um, well, in terms of the zombie movies, I know you're going to hate this, but I really like I Am Legend. Um, oh, yeah. I think... The movie sucked. It was a really cool... It, again, <laughs> it's not, like, limping, slow zombies. Like, right. these guys will fuck you up. Yeah. And I thought it was... It made... Like, there was some science behind it, like... The virus affected their skin tone, so that light was a problem. And he thought of everything, like he was spraying down his steps so they couldn't smell him. Like I just, I thought that they like really tried to plug a lot of holes. I mean, there still may mm-hmm. have been some, but I thought that they they really took a realistic approach to the movie. Yeah, like you know Will Smith driving through New York City. In a fucking Mustang, shooting things out the fucking window, like lions and tigers, and all, there is literally no other alive thing in that movie other than Will Smith and that girl. 
No, she ends up finding a colony. Right, but the, for the most of the movie. Yeah. Everything else is CGI. The dog is just poor CGI. The bad guys are just real poor CGI. They look like fucking... They look worse than the putty men from Power oh, Rangers. <laughs> but it's a good story. I think I I think the story And I'll get I'll get, look, I love Will Smith. I'll give you that, but that movie just fucking blew. Which, I couldn't do it. That could be relevant to right now cuz it's a virus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it uh, okay. Fair enough. Well, you know, I am sensitive to the sun basically because I've just been, you know, laying around doing nothing in my room or whatever. So Maybe it's true. Maybe I have the virus, Polly. You're just triggered. <laughs> um. So okay. Well, <clears throat> if we're going okay, what about what about just like regular apocalypse movies? Um. I've got uh, and one that's more recent that I really liked was Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. I actually haven't seen that yet, what and I, I hate myself for it. Oh man, dude, you're you're yeah. fucked up, dude. I can't. I, I can't really, believe you're our really expert. Like you're our expert. Well, it's, you hate remakes, right? So is that why you're hesitant to watch it? No, no, because I I, I don't know. I, I really don't see that as a remake because it's you know completely different story, you know. Right, but and, uh, and let's be honest, the original Mad Max films were kind of weird. They were good, but the first one's a little boring. Let's, yeah, the first one is like, "What the fuck's going on? This is weird." And yeah. okay, and then now and and then like you know Th- Thunderdome and all those other ones; those are good. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I mean, right? Right, Nick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, I, I I just haven't gotten around to watching it. I remember a few months ago I went to uh, I was looking for it and I couldn't find it and. Wanted me to pay for it, and you know, I just, uh, you know, let me, let me download it for free somewhere. Am I right? Just kidding. I don't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I love this movie because a lot of this is a movie that didn't use a lot of, well, they used a lot of CGI, but it's mostly background effect. Um, a lot of the things that you see that are moving in this movie are actual built things like they built this shit um another thing that i like about this movie is that there's not a lot of dialogue yet it conveys the message perfectly like you know what's at risk you know how society is at this point and um i don't know just you know fucking witness me witness me <laughs> uh polly what what do you got on that or on a new movie on no, on, well, if you want to tear up Mad Max Fury Road, go ahead. But you'd I'm, be wrong. I mean, um, I the movie wasn't terrible. Uh, I would probably pick a lot of movies over it. Oh, oh, but I could rewatch it. Like I, I saw it at a drive-in. Um, which you know, if you can find a drive-in these days, hit it up because yeah, I paid like eight bucks a person and I watched two movies. And if I want, there's all those other screens. It's just, and it's right. got a nice nostalgia to it. Yeah. And you can drink and do drugs. Exactly. While yeah. You watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, ne- I, I never thought about that. It's pretty crazy. But, uh, it, I guess if we're getting away from the zombie movies, uh, one that I really liked was I am mother. It was, now, I've never heard of this one. So Me neither. I think it was on Netflix, and basically what happened was 
human civilization disappeared and this robot was in charge of thousands of embryos and it would just, it was trying to bring back the human population with perfect specimens. No shit. So how old is this movie? Only a couple years. It might still be on Netflix. I am mother. Was it like an independent film? Hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, it had uh, Hillary Swank, so I mean, it it can't be too cheap. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. It was a really good film. Wow. Um, yeah, I'll have to look that one up. That's crazy. Hillary Swank rules too. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's all good stuff. Um, and uh, did we go to Nick yet about his? Uh, he didn't. He did train a Busan, but what was what was the actual just regular old apocalypse movie? Ah, uh, you know, I I don't know. I have, a, I have a few I'm thinking of right now, but the one that I really enjoyed was uh, this is the end. Yes. Yeah. You know? Good humor there. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, I love. I mean, it. that's <laughs> you know all all the all the Hollywood stars get out and they you know they're just having a party, <laughs> and then boom, a, a huge hole opens up and. Uh, the apocalypse. Fucking in the beginning, so. Michael Sarah slapping Rihanna's <laughs> yeah. ass and doing all that coke, yeah. and then just getting fucked up, like getting getting killed first. It's like, where's my cell phone? Yeah. Oh, this is uh, embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, that's a good one. Yeah, um, that's that's in Polly's uh, honorable mentions here. Yeah, the fact oh, okay. that Heck yeah. Danny McBride is just like, what's up? I'm a cannibal now. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and fucking Channing Tatum on on the leash. Yeah, he's like, I slide in that anytime I want. Like, what? <laughs> oh man. Um. <clears throat> well, and and you know, I'll I'll go even deeper here. I'll go even deeper because uh, there are so many that I like. Um, and I'll go to maybe outliers that people really don't think about. Uh. First one, Waterworld with Kevin oh, yeah. Costner. Okay, I love that fucking movie. Um, any movie where you open up and the main character is drinking his own piss, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Fuck it. I don't care. I'm obviously in for duration now. You've shown me this. It's got to go either up or down from here. In any case, I'm in, I'm, I'm in for the ride. Um, and secondly, the anime Akira, which is a they call a neo tokyo uh and and like i guess throughout the movie like kind of some sort of like an apocalyptic type uh sequence happens but uh that movie really kind of um i i think that movie broke a lot of barriers in art as far as anime becoming an art form and uh really pushing it towards the mainstream i think it did a lot for the mainstream acceptance of that genre so mm-hmm. akira and Waterworld uh are two more that i'd like to mention here um yeah i mean you guys you guys have you seen any of those you've seen, you've seen oh, yeah. Waterworld, right i, I love Waterworld. what <laughs> yeah i i don't i don't love it but every time it's on i'm a fan of kevin costin right so anytime it's on i will watch it Paulie I mean, just said he hasn't even seen it. Whoa. Yeah. I guess I'll have to put that on my list. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? I I I don't know. I don't I don't know if he did, but I think uh that was when Kevin Costner was directing his own films. I don't know if he directed that one, but uh 
he directed Dances with Wolves, and uh, that's right. an amazing film if you haven't seen it. Yeah, absolutely. That one worked out well for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I don't think he directed Waterworld. I think this was one of his like in between films that like a Hollywood studio got on yeah. or something. Um, in any case, it was a flop in the box office. Oh, yeah. But but uh, it's got a got a um cult following i mean the first time i saw it i was a kid and i was like this is fucking awesome i don't know why but this is awesome i love it um both of my parents were like that movie sucked dude (laughs) (laughs) um but have okay so have you seen akira though i have not oh buddy it's on hulu it's on you got hulu oh yeah i do i do have hulu it's on Hulu oh. and it's like the remastered HD. Um, okay, yeah. I, oh, so dude. I've seen. Sorry, I, I've seen the uh, picture for it. I'll yes. go ahead and I'll, I'll watch it. You need to watch it. It's very good. It's, uh, the the drawing and the animation is amazing. Um, there's like the first the first like bike scene is so iconic. Just how uh, I don't know. Just how it how it is. It's just a. Uh, Good movie, good movie. Mm-hmm. Not just in anime terms, but it just overall. And Polly, I'm sure you haven't seen it, have you? No, I'm. Uh, I don't really watch much anime. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, I guess yeah. I just exp- I just outed myself as a total fucking nerd. But okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool, dude. Cool. <laughs> no, hey, I, I will make you feel better. I, uh, I I do enjoy watching anime. I, okay. I have my personal favorites. Good. Anyways. Good. Um. All right. So. I've also what uh Polly, let's start with you. What are your honorable mentions? Like just mentionable ones, good good flicks to to check out during the apocalypse about the apocalypse. Well, one uh there's an episode of Black Mirror called Metalhead and mm. basically the world is in ruins and they have to hide from these little they call them dogs. They're little these creepy machine things that don't have heads but can walk. Which are uh, very real. <laughs> they, yeah. they are real. They're not as deadly as they are in the show. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> so that's, one day, one day they will be. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, but there's a movie that um, is kind of like a zombie movie, but still different, and it's Legion. Um, and basically, uh, God decides that humanity is acting up. And so he sends angels to possess people and start, well, someone, there's a, a woman is pregnant with a baby that turns out could basically just be like the next Jesus and be Mm -hmm. the salvation of humanity. And so it turns out there's a big fight amongst the archangels and Michael, Michael and Gabriel, Gabriel. Michael is defending humanity. So he's saying that. God just lost his shit and he's wrong and I'm going to protect people until he realizes he was wrong. And so the whole movie is this group of people at a diner fighting off people possessed by angels that are trying to kill this pregnant woman. Uh, it's pretty intense. Yeah, it's almost like a horror movie too. Yeah. I I, I do remember that film actually. I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've watched bits and pieces of it. So I illegally streamed it or got it. Somebody downloaded it for me or something. I watched literally all of it except for like the last five minutes when like Michael and Gabriel are like facing off. Uh, what the fuck happens in that five minutes? Uh, Gabriel was like, 
yo, I'm just trying to carry on God's will. And Michael's like, he's wrong. And you're just his little errand boy. And you should think for yourself. And then God's like, you know what? Michael was right. Gabriel, fuck off. <laughs> it's, and that's how it ends. That's kind of, Yeah, like God realizes that he was wrong and he rewards Michael for it. And I forget... I mean, Gabriel doesn't end up in a good spot. I don't. I don't. I don't know how that part goes, but uh, yeah, God realizes he was wrong. Well, wait, wait. The devil shows up at, at one point in this movie too. I think. Does he? I don't remember that. I think briefly. Maybe. Or maybe it's Gabriel. Maybe because I. I don't know. Never mind. Uh, we're ruining all of these movies for yeah, all these people. But <laughs> spoiler alert. But. <laughs> Um, I've, I watched the Legion. I, I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this would be great. Cause I like that whole, um, when people kind of, uh, speculate on how like angels will fight other angels or angels will fight devils and shit, demons and shit like that. Um, with the whole theology kind of thing mixed in makes it a little bit more creepy. So I like that. Um, I didn't like though that like, cause Michael is the archangel, isn't he? Michael's the fighter and he was smaller than Gabriel. I right. thought that is that what you're going for? No, 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 no. I'm because Michael was the one that like turned Gamora in right biblically. Michael is like the one that kills all the people. Yes, Mike. Michael is like the hammer. Right. Gabriel is the messenger. Right, and Michael is more of like the the soldier for yeah. a god who does whatever the hell he wants. Right, whether it be slaughter an entire city. Or not. So that's what, from the get go, I was like, oh, so Michael just randomly decides to get a fucking conscience here after slaughtering, what, millions of fucking people throughout uh, the quote unquote Christian history? I don't know. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're gonna, if you're gonna sell me on some bullshit, at least, you know, make the bullshit believable. Well, that's, that's a good point that he broke away from his consistent behavior. Right. Literally, what is it? What do they say? The earth's like, what, 2,000 years old? (laughs) 6,000. 6,000 years. So literally for the last 6,000 years, uh, Michael has been, you know, like very soldier boy fucking taking orders no matter what they are. And then now he's like, oh, after slaughtering millions of people, I think I'm going to going to go defend them. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't buy into that one. Couldn't buy into that one. <laughs> well, yeah. And then the actors, Michael was like, he looks like a runner. Right. And then Gabriel was jacked. So, like, that was an inconsistency. They should have just changed it. Gabriel should have been defending the people. Yeah. Well, that would have been too... That would have made sense too much, because Michael would have still been the hammer. I think part of it was that Michael was going against his nature. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I just... I don't don't see how... I mean, these angels, there are these things that are almost like robotic that... Quote, quote unquote God is made right I, I don't I don't know I couldn't get behind the logic of it so it turned me off from the get-go um and that I that's why I didn't I didn't mention it but you know props to you for 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 liking it thanks what about you uh did we go to Nick already I can't even remember no. the fuck so okay so Nick, I, have go a, ahead. I have a few honorable mentions okay okay, okay. um night of the living dead the original yes um so that and that was filmed in uh, southwestern PA. So that's awesome. Yeah, another zombie flick there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Book of Eli. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, that's on all of ours. Um, seeking a friend for the end of the world with Steve Carell. 
and Keira Knightley. I don't know if you guys seen that. I think I saw a preview for it. I believe it's on Netflix. Okay. And it's good. But yeah, oh yeah, it's um it's an enjoyable movie. They, you know, it's kind of like a love story for the end of the world, but it's it's weird but it's fun. It's a fun movie to watch. Gotcha. A um, little bit more then, uplifting than yeah. Slaughter. Yep. And I mean they I think they all die at the end. I don't know, who knows. It's the end of the world. Who cares? Right. Okay. Um and then two two of my favorites with um Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Shaun oh, yeah. of the Dead yes. and The World's End. Yep. Yep. So those, yeah. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead. That's real great. Right. I love those two. Oh, yeah. I love those two, uh, you know, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. I love them individually, but together they're something else. They're next level. Oh, yeah. So um, like couldn't a, agree more. It's like a those. zombie uh, Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. yeah. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Um yeah, like Kevin Smith and what? What's the J? Uh, Jason. J Muse. Jason Muse. Muse. Yeah. Um. So I also have another. You know, I was just doing one, but you know, I'll I'll go off of some honorable mentions here. Um. And again, I'm, I I try to take a different look at these. Uh. So Reign of Fire. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. With the dragons. Uh, yes. So that's technically an apocalypse movie because the dragons have taken yeah. over the world, right? Oh yeah, and then you got skinny Christian Bale, British skinny Christian Bale, <laughs> and, and um, ripped macho American Woody Harrelson. Was Matthew McConaughey in that too? Or am I thinking? Yes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, Woody Harrelson was the badass guy, right? And was mm-hmm. wait yeah. was McConaughey? I see. Ooh. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I do not know that one. But, uh, no, yeah, actually, yeah, he was Rain of Fire. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. All good stuff here. I think McConaughey yeah. and Christian Bale were both like buddies in his. Mm. They're the British people, I think, for some reason. <laughs> um, and, uh, one thing I will say, uh, I liked the book War of the Worlds, you know, not totally an apocalypse movie. Uh, I, I think that they've really botched the movies on War of the Worlds. Uh, but I love the book by H.G. Wells. So if you're into reading, check that out. That's one of the very early books that got me into science fiction as a kid. Um, Terminator 2. Now, Terminator 1 was good, but Terminator 2 I think was better. Um, for obvious, you know, just because. And, uh, <laughs> you know, T-1000. You, that, that dude was scary as fuck. Um Escape from New York, Kurt oh, Russell. Oh yeah, yeah. Escape from New York. That's that's, that's a surprising one. That's a that's a surprising pick. I like yeah. that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I, I that was uh, a very interesting. I mean, Snake Piskin. I, I love that whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, and then I got three more. The Edge of Tomorrow. Now, that's kind of you now that's based off a of manga. Um which is like a Japanese comic book that a lot of anime is based off of, if you didn't know, listeners. Uh, but Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise, I thought Tom Cruise played the coward um, perfectly. The coward turned hero perfectly. Um, Zombieland. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a classic comedy. Uh, again, Woody Harrelson, you know. Um, 
And finally, The Matrix. You got to mention that one at least. Um, I think that The Matrix gets overlooked a lot by being – it's not really an apocalyptic film though it is, right? Like because Mm -hmm. the reality behind it all is that like humans are just batteries, right? Yep. So – Yeah, I I do agree with that one. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's my – that's my uh, those are those are my honorable mentions. Polly, what, what do you got? Uh, oh, you already did yours. I'm sorry. Was yeah, I last? everything I've can, done is covered. Okay, my can, bad. My can bad. I throw in one more? Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. It's kind of a it's kind of a pre-apocalyptic movie. Um, it's uh, Doctor Strangelove or How I Learned to uh, Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb by Stanley Kubrick. One okay. of my favorites. Uh. They're basically wait, wait, wait. It's, it's called Doc. Dr. Strangelove? Yeah, Dr. Strangelove. Okay. They're basically trying to stop uh, nuclear warheads from dropping. Right. And it, it, all, it all goes to shit. You know, it's, it's <laughs> one of those uh, black comedies. Like, it's a satirical comedy about, you know, so is nuclear it like, war. Right, is it like... Um... Um, oh, nuclear war! How that's hilarious subject matter. But um, yeah, <laughs> is it like um, like dark? I mean, so Kubrick, right? Dudes and night. Yeah. Um, that's a uh, space odyssey, two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. That's um, my one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, and this is probably not going to surprise anybody, but a Clockwork Orange. Wow, really? That's awesome. Yeah, I, I love, love that movie too. I love that fucking movie. It's amazing. Um, but. And, and, you know, you could say a, a Clockwork Orange is kind of a, a post-apocalyptic movie, how society oh, has changed. Um, so we'll, we'll just go ahead and add that for me and you there, Nick. Uh, <laughs> if you guys haven't seen A, a, a Clockwork Orange, it's incredible. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, I w- yeah, and so, so is it more like dark – because there are <laughs> – Kubrick's a, a fucking nut, right? He 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 gets you yeah. to laugh at the weirdest, most fucked up things that are happening. So, like, um, you know, the Doctor Strangelove, who is the the I wouldn't say he's the main character, but uh, he's you know he's one of the scientists that are in is is in the war room with uh, you know all the important heads of uh, the government, and he's basically a, an ex Nazi scientist who can't seem to control his arm. Because, yeah, it was like okay. a science experiment or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, I don't know. It's fun. It's a fun movie, but it's uh, so it's interesting. It, would you say it's as dark as A Clockwork Orange and and kind of like Space Odyssey? Or is it just kind of like a a black comedy and, and a little bit more slapsticky or what? How would you describe I, I'd it? Say, I'd say that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's a little bit more slapstick, um, a little bit more black comedy. Gotcha. Rather than uh, the other two. All right. Good stuff. I'll have to check that one out. Dr. Strangelove. All right. Well, Paul, you got anything else to add, man? Nah. Covered everything I had written down. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And we've gone about an hour. So, uh, and we got to record. We're still going to record a little bit of a Caps news before this interview. So, but, um, you know, Nick, man, let's take this time. Go ahead and plug any of the things that you would like to plug your Twitter again and um, anything else that you're working on, man. Let us know. Um, yeah, I mean, just Enmore1776. I throw out uh, everything on there. Um, I should be dropping a podcast real soon. Uh, else, L, 
L cubed, L three. You know that's uh, that's what it's called. L don't ask. Yep, don't ask. L cubed. L cubed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Leave like, leave it up to interpretation. Okay. Um, but, uh, is this going to be just you, or is it going to be? No, uh, it's with uh, one of my friends from uh, from my past. You know, uh, Brett Cox. I don't know if you guys met him. He went. Uh, he also went to school. Okay. At uh, West Liberty, but uh, real good friend. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a pretty good one. I mean, it's it's gonna be exciting. Good, awesome, good shit. Is it? Oh yeah. What's the subject matter? Is it kind of like a general podcast? General podcast. I mean, we uh, you know basically our thoughts of uh, you know what's going on in the world or uh, what's going on with us. Um. Yeah, so it's it's probably kind of. It might be a little boring. Uh, I know we go off we go off topic a little bit. We go a little wild. Right. We say things we probably shouldn't say. Hmm. Right. But that's hey, the whole point that, of having a podcast. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure it'll be hilarious I'm, if you're involved. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying not to get canceled here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, um, when can we expect it? Or is there a t- is there a deadline? Is there a date that you're going to be launching, or what? Um, so I would say before May (laughs) (laughs) with, with this whole coronavirus going around, uh, I really don't know what's happening, you know? Right. Right. Absolutely. uh, So we'll see. Uh, and I'll, uh, I'll let you guys know and I'll keep you guys updated. And, uh, you know, if I'm on the show again next, uh, whenever you guys want me, I'll be here, man, you know? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. We'll have to do this again. Um, well, I mean, thanks a lot, dude, for coming on. Oh, yeah. It's good to, good to talk to you. It's been a while, um, but mm-hmm. hey, just like old times, lax bro No times. doubt. <laughs> lax or die. All right. Love you guys. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. Hey, you too. fans we hope you enjoyed that interview with nick morris again hit him up at n m o r r i s 1776 funny dude hopefully you have some good um some good some good material here going forward in your quarantine states right for sure uh <clears throat> between us and what we talk about with nick check out nick's twitter uh, plenty to keep you entertained there. So, uh, All right. yeah. Um, also, we have some some news as to how we're going to be releasing episodes. Uh, the network has let us know that we they want us to do just one a week because of how things have paused so that we can give you a little bit of a longer episode and ensure that the highest quality is there. And that will be released on Monday. So from now on, until this whole thing blows over with the coronavirus, Caps Chirp is going down to one episode a week to be released on Monday. You got anything else, Polly? Um, you know, just everybody stay safe um, and try to find ways not to go crazy. Exactly. You know... Go ahead, hang out in your backyard, take a walk every once in a while. I don't, I don't think that's a big deal to you. I mean, I don't. Who knows? Depending no, as long on as you're your not is. like congregated with people, I think it's okay to get outside. You just don't want to enable the spread. 
Right. Don't go licking like toilet seats or yeah. banisters or anything like that. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Very weird. All right. Well, until next Monday. Oh, oh, actually, I need to hype something else. Next Monday, we're going to have a little bit of a interview with Tom Franklin from the Blues Notes podcast. He was kind enough to join me on on a, on a little bit of a kind of a it's 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 hockey related and it's about the blues but it's a little expose onto the other hosts in our network it's going to be kind of a look into who is the hockey podcast network Ooh. <laughs> no but uh good stuff from tom um and you know, we go through. I have I have a list of questions I ask him about uh, about what he would do during apocalypse. So we're going real dark, but in a very lighthearted and funny way. Um, again, we don't think that it's really the apocalypse, but hey, sometimes it's funny to speculate, right? Yeah, and it kind of feels like it a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's close enough that it's relevant. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Caps fans, thanks for tuning in. Until next Monday, it's Hockey Troll and Polly Cupcakes signing off. Hey, Caps fans, thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trollin' on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, on Twitter at CupcakePolly. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Twitter and Instagram. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on Twitter and TheHockeyPodcastNetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.